Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I am your host, Adam Bird, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I want everybody to just take a hot second, grab something to write with, uh, grab a pad of paper, grab a, a fucking notebook because you're gonna want to take a bunch of notes on this one. Yeah, I just dropped the f bomb, and we're 15 seconds into the show. That's how passionate and and excited I am. Uh, about this uh, this show, I got a very special guest lined up for you today. He's an active duty Marine. I don't hold that against him. Uh, we got the, he's the CEO from military to millionaire. Check that out. You can find his uh, follow him on on all the social media uh, platforms. Also, his website is from military to millionaire He's a real estate investor, entrepreneur, mindset coach, speaker, and he's a freaking genius. As a personal finance uh, person, and he just recently he's got a he's got a he's got a podcast out called the Military Millionaire Podcast that's been around. But recently he's got a book uh, that he's been working on called the No BS Guide to Military Life: How to Build Wealth, Get Promoted, and Achieve Greatness. So, without further ado, I'm going to bring on a gentleman who I consider a friend. Who I've gotten to know uh, the last several months. His name is David Hip Hip. Paray. So, David, how are you? <laughs> you actually did it. I love it. I was wow. I need to bring you on as like my hype guy. Yeah, right. Me. People ask me to do my bio, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Dave, and uh, I I bought some houses. Yeah. Like, Ladies oh. and gentlemen, fighting out of the blue corner this evening. We have. <laughs> oh, I love all it. the way I from San Diego. <laughs> so you got the voice and everything. Oh, that's, way, that's way better than me. Yeah, I'm bringing you in. We're we're gonna do this. <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing? Welcome, dude. I'm good. This is this is gonna be fun. I appreciate you bringing me on. I appreciate the kind words and and the fact that you dropped the f word so fast because yeah, I I love that shit. So <laughs> I I figured you know active duty marine. You know, army veteran. Was, why not? Let's let's just we'll put the filters away for the day. Let's let's just be real. I mean, that's that's what it's all about yeah, anyway. That's right? The way to do it, right? That's what it's all about. Listen, David, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I mean, my story is pretty similar to a vast majority of service members, I'd imagine. Right? Then I joined in two thousand eight because I was coming out of high school and I lived in uh, middle of nowhere, Arkansas, and was like, I don't know what I want to do for school. I don't have money for school. Holy shit, I don't want to stay in Arkansas. So then I was like, well, how do I get out of the state and do something that's not college? The military. And so I talked to all the recruiters, and uh, ultimately the Marine Corps was the guy who actually showed up when he was supposed to. And I was like, oh, this looks awesome. Great. Yeah. Woo, challenge. And, uh, you know, all the reasons that you joined the Marine Corps. And so I went off and did, I do logistics. I was a motor transport guy, 88 Mike in the Army. Um, I've been kind of all over the place. It's been 12 and a half years now. And, uh, you know, I've been stationed all over the world, uh, including Afghanistan once, which was uh, honestly the reason I re-enlisted because that shit was fun. Yeah. And the, well, you know, fun in the sick, twisted military sense right. of the term. And then uh, on recruiting duty in 2015, a buddy of mine was trying to get me into Amway to do the whole multi-level marketing, right. you know, pyramid scheme thing. And uh, he handed me Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was like, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't read. Right. What are you talking yeah. about? I'm not going to read this. I'm a Marine. Book. I don't read. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, and, uh, and this dude literally pulled a CD out of his pocket and was like, I got it right here. You can listen to it while you drive. And I was like, oh, all right. He called my bluff. I'll listen to this stupid book. And I kid you not, within three or four months of listening to that book, I'd listen to like the entire Purple Library and half a Bigger Pockets books and bought a house. And I was like, oh, 
this is so cool because it was like the stars kind of aligned like yeah. my apartment lease was coming due my my harley got totaled i wasn't on it thankfully someone just got drunk and parked on top of it Oof. um there were a couple other things and so all of a sudden i had like 10 grand that i didn't have before because i was terrible with finances and i was like well i'm paying 550 a month for this little two-bedroom one-bath apartment and if everything in this book is true then i can like I found a duplex that was, I think it was like 625, 615 for the mortgage. And was like, okay, well, that's only $75 a month more. And there's a tenant already paying $475 to live in it. Okay. So my worst case scenario on this is like an extra 75 bucks a month. My best case scenario is I basically live for almost free in a two bed, one bath. And uh, that's what happened. I lived for, you know, like less than 200 bucks a month while paying down my principal and everything else. And it was just kind of like the light bulb went off. When I moved out, that property was, uh, when I rented the other side and raised the rent on the first side, that property all of a sudden was making like 300 bucks a month. Here's a house that I put maybe $4,000 down on. If you include like replacing a floor and everything else, I was maybe $4,000 into this house. It's paying me like $3,600, not including principal pay down every year. And uh, I was like, wow, this is this is really cool. And then, and you have, um, just to be clear, you have no background prior to this with investments or anything like that. This was all just kind of a shot from the hip and, and, and learn as you go kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I had lost money playing in the stock market, not knowing what I was doing and just, you know, gambling away. And then I had also done the old, uh, buy a whole lot of booze and cars and trucks and tattoos and things. And yeah, I had nothing. I mean, I probably had a negative net worth when I bought this damn house. Wow. So yeah, no, no idea what I was doing. Um, and then I just kept reading and kept making small steps and kept just kind of surrounding myself with people who were already doing what I wanted to do and taking leaps, I guess. And they just kind of paid off. And here I am, you know, five years, six years, well, I guess, shoot, almost six years later now. And I'm uh, going to be exiting active duty this summer and going reserves and taking this thing full time. Wow. Good for you, David. Great. That's, that's freaking awesome. Um, there's so many questions that come to mind. Let's start with from military to millionaire. What prompted that? How did that get started? Walk us through I mean, those legitimately a friend of mine who is a, a big real estate guy in, a, in and of himself. Uh, we were sitting down for dinner one night and I was, I had this, one of these days I'm going to do it. I have a, a journal, I, I, a literal wag bag from <laughs> Afghanistan. Um, for those of you who never saw one of those, that is the bag you use to poop in when you are deployed. Um, and I had kept a journal in it throughout the whole deployment. And so I have like a mission log and a journal and they kind of match up to where I can say, Hey, on this day, this happened. And here's how I felt about that. I was like, Oh, this would be a really cool idea. I'll write a book. That's like what the normal dude did in Afghanistan. Cause it's always, you know, seals and, and the dude who shot bin Laden and all these badasses write books. But then there's, you know, like me, who's like, I pushed my you know, coworker out of the truck into a canal once or, you know, whatever, right? Like all of those stories that no, no one ever hears. Um, and that was, that was a good night. Uh, and so, you know, like that's the real us. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to write this book. And then I realized nobody knows who the heck I am. Nobody's going to read this thing. And so I was talking to my buddy and he's like, well, why don't you just start a blog? I'm like, okay, great. What, what do I write about? And he's like, well, just write about what you're learning in real estate. It'll just kind of confirm what you're learning and, and maybe it'll help someone. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was probably the best advice anyone's ever given me. And then I took it and I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. And uh, someone else actually came up with the name of the website because all of my names were terrible. <laughs> and uh, they said it and I was like, wow, that's a really cool name. And the domain's available. All right. So the military millionaire thing, that sounds cool. Uh, 
And I was like, well, how do I frame that as I'm not a millionaire, but I'm on the road to becoming a millionaire. And like, this is a journey. And so we kind of tweaked the name a little bit and launched it. And then, yeah, I mean, it obviously other people appreciated it because it's kind of exploded over the last few years. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt because it's you. You think about it, and I, I think you know I'm I'm a little more seasoned and aged, I think, than than you are. I I joined the garden '98, and and it was I got out in '07. Yeah, look at that. And and, I was, and, and yeah, <laughs> let's, let's pick it pick it up where you left off. Yeah, and and it, it's one of those things. Was like I remember, you know, back in my day, they didn't really <laughs> teach us about how to invest or, or anything like that. You know, usually you got that first paycheck and, you know, the private's going to the, you know, down to the uh, car dealership to buy a brand new car that you really can't afford because you're living on the barracks and you're doing this shit and, you know, yada, 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 as opposed to taking that money and listening to, like, your show and the, and the investment advice that you give and, 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 and the topics that you talk about because you're, you're, also, a, uh, you're also a speaker – I, I think that's what people need to hear things that you're teaching more, especially our military personnel as they're making that transition, because you said you're getting ready to transition here this summer. Congratulations on that. But what about all the other people that, that aren't there, that, that are getting ready, you know, they're, they're 18 months out and they're getting ready to transition and they don't know what they want to do or where to go or whatnot. They should be, this is this, I think what you're doing is, is a class that should be taught quite frankly, in the military. So if they know they're only going to do their four years, six years, whatever, and get out, they already have a plan in place. They have money stacked aside, whether it's in real estate investment or, or whatnot. Uh, so they, it makes a smoother transition. I don't know. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Do you see anything like that in the military right now? I've been out for a while, so I, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they've gotten better for sure. There are a few different courses you can go to. The problem is that it's not like a mandatory training. It's like a, Hey, we offer this thing at the, at the education center. And if you want to come, you can. So it's, you kind of got to be looking for this information in order to yeah, find not, it. They're yeah. not advertising it. Yeah. And, and units aren't like, Hey, let's send everyone here. And, um, and the alternative is, you know, ultimately, and, and I would say, unfortunately, uh, service members passing down advice from service members or from things they heard or, and, and some of it's great advice. Like there are some very smart people that I work with who, who do understand finances and give decent advice. There's also some very generic advice and there's some really scary advice that I've heard passed around, right? Like all of a sudden now, when, uh, with the whole game stonk thing, like everybody and their mother is a stock expert. And I'm like, Oh my God, stay, stay away. Like, no, thanks. Like yeah. stocks are great, but you didn't know anything about them six months ago. Don't be giving advice about them now. <laughs> and, uh, um, so I'm actually a command financial specialist, which is like a one week course that you go through in the Marine Corps that talks through a lot of this stuff. Uh, and even that it, it's a good program, but I would say probably, probably 80 or 90% of the people I was in this course were with, uh, had been voluntold to go do this course. They weren't interested in it. They were just like, Hey, somebody needs to do this. Go take this go take course. Class, right. Um, and so then you basically end up with, and, and even me who was somewhat aggressive about trying to give these classes in my, in my last unit, I found that the vast majority of things that I was doing were, Hey, this guy already screwed up. Can you fix it? And as opposed to like, Hey, this guy's thinking about buying a car. It was, Hey, this guy got screwed buying a car, <laughs> you know? And it's like, so the, the proactive isn't, 
Yeah. So I, I've kind of realized like what you were saying, like I can probably reach more people through this fancy microphone and yeah. Google. In fact, I would be willing to say that that's true because if you were to type in, unless it's changed, if you were to type in like TSP strategies right now on Google, I'll pop up above TSP.gov. Um, not to say that TSP.gov, they actually have some really good curriculum. Um, but it's just kind of like proof in point that I realized, wow, I can probably reach everybody who's looking for this information uh, you know, without having to sit in a classroom. Right. The problem still is how do you reach the people who aren't looking for the information? And that's, that's a, like a cultural thing that has to change in the military. And that's mindset. Uh, I, it's coming, but it's not here yet. Yeah. Listen, folks, if you're, if you're listening to the show right now, that means you're already online, open up another browser, go to from military to millionaire.com. And if you are, you know, we, we do have some active duty members and, and some reserve and guard members that listen to the show. If you're not following David, we're telling you right now, congratulations, now's the time. Get, on, <laughs> get off your ass and, uh, and reach out to him because the, the man's a genius. Uh, and, and I love your show. Um, I love your podcast, the millionaire, the military millionaire podcast. I listen to it, you know, every every week, obviously, because you know it can be found on Heroes Media Group. Shameless plug, <laughs> um, and uh, yes. and I, and I talk about it every week in in our our weekly wrap up show. And some of the guests that you have on there, are just it's been mind blowing. Um, and, and really, and, and now actually, now that I think about it, I'm sitting here talking to you. How the hell do you have time for everything? <laughs> that, that you do active duty you're doing this you're doing a podcast you're a family man like how, how do you how do you tie it all in how do you do it well uh the first thing i did was i outsourced my family and that's a really bad way of saying <laughs> i yeah so i geo bachelored for the last year yeah. and that sucks so as i'm getting out of the military i was like okay well california sucks i mean california itself doesn't necessarily suck but uh, the job market for my wife in California sucked. What she she's a high school counselor, and they had all these extra rules for. Anyway, we couldn't find a job that worked, which is fine because now they don't even go to school. So, right. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, so she took her old job back in Missouri and was like, "Hey, I'll go back. I'll take the kids back. You can focus on everything, and um, you know, I'll have a job and a house ready." And so she basically moved into one of the units. It was I say one of our rental units. It was our house before it was a rental unit. Anyway, uh, that was probably the worst. The best decision I could have made as far as the business, because it allowed me to focus 100% other than phone calls on the business, but it's probably the worst decision I could have made for like the relationship because holy smokes, like being deployed is one thing, but being a geo bachelor, like living in your own lonely house when your family yeah. should be there is, is totally different. So uh, not worth it at all. But what it allowed me to do is I wake up. My wife drives to work at 6.30 in the morning in Missouri, so she calls me. So I'm up at 4.30 every day of the week, and then you know we talk on the phone for like 10, 15 minutes, and then I basically walk in here, and from 4.45, 4.50 in the morning until 6.50, 6.55, I hammer away on stuff like this, right? We're yeah. recording a podcast, yeah. and it is 6, 6.20 in the morning on a Thursday. Um and then on weekends, I basically, I don't take weekends really. I, I mean, I do. I actually, I burnt out really bad about a year ago. And so I had to start forcing myself. I had to literally like write into my calendar for these three hours, you will go to the movie. And for this hour, right. you will drink a beer in the hot tub or whatever that was. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, but other than that, I mean, I, I was, you know, I'm still up at six, I think at the latest on the weekends oh, yeah. and I will not schedule anything prior to noon so that I can catch up on everything so especially you, right now yeah. like 
I mean, you got a routine that you, you that you've been doing for a while, and it, I don't want to say typical of of an active duty person, but I mean, usually, you know, we're used to getting up PT formation at a, at a certain time, you know, go to work until they tell you to go home. You know, some days are longer than others, you know, whatnot, and then you wake up and you know it's a recycle, same shit the next day, kind of a yep. kind of a thing. So that's and and I I point that out and I'm glad that you you kind of narrowed that down for everybody because there's a lot of people like I'm out in the East Coast right now and it's it's snowing out here by the way and it sucks um, <laughs> but you get up you know if if you if you sleep in <laughs> and you're one that likes to sleep in then then I hope you're a night owl and you're working late late nights then because you 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 can't afford it. especially you know I, I and one of the reasons it's helped me move when I moved out east on a more permanent basis it allowed me to get more stuff done you know otherwise I was getting up you know cuz when I when I travel most people know that I travel I commute back and forth to Arizona and when I'm in Arizona I got to get up at like 3 o'clock in the morning just so I could get started on stuff that's happening out here on the east coast because of the time difference and that's the part that sucks but at the same time it's like i'm i'm used to that now uh, yep. you know other than i piss everybody else off when i'm up at three o'clock in the morning at the house yep. out there but whatever yep. they get over it but um <laughs> so that's good i'm glad you bring that up Listen, Dave, i, I want to talk about you know, before we forget i i really really want to discuss uh the book yeah no, uh, the no BS guide to military life: How to build wealth, get promoted, and and achieve greatness. First question on this: What prompted you to write this book? So, I, that that's actually a pretty good question. I guess the answer is just that I was trying to figure out if there's any way to get in front of that new or young service member, and I. There's a few books out there on uh, military finance or military life. Uh, there wasn't anything that covered, you know, how to use your VA loan or how to, how to do real estate or uh, some of the things that I thought were important. And so I was like, well, I should just make one. And I thought in my head, it was going to, originally it was going to be like this little parody that's going to be like 50 pages and it'd be like this easy read. It'd be fun. And then I realized two things. One, uh, I talk too much to only write, <laughs> you know, like 50 pages of stuff. And two, parodies are not easy holy crap good on like i love a good parody and good for whoever can write one of those things because this thing sucked it was terrible i scrapped 90 percent of it and uh, i was probably forty thousand words into it when i was like wow this is this is not it <laughs> let me uh <laughs> let me stop doing this right now <laughs> how long have you been working on it uh I set the goal to write it last January and I think I started in February or March and I wrote a thousand words a day for effectively three months. It came out to like 81, 82,000 words. Okay. And then, um, yeah, for the last four or five months, it's been doing the editing rounds and everything. I got it back from editor now and I'm, I'm recording the audio book for two hours every night. So I should be done with that this week and then it'll go to formatting and it'll launch. So when is there an anticipated date to when the book will launch? The goal is April 1st. All right. And I'm hoping that doesn't become a really bad April Fool's joke. <laughs> Let me make a note of that because I might just say something. I know. If, just it, if it comes out on April, on April 2nd, the whole world's going to let me hear it. Yeah. Check out this book. Click on the link and the link goes nowhere. You're like, ah. 
Ha, got you. Come back next week. My messed up sense of humor, I might put it. Yeah, just, that's what I'm thinking. Bum, put a bum We're going to do pre-sales <laughs> that are coming out here. And then that is like, yeah, the book's coming out. April Fool's, oh, you yeah. come back next month, you know, or something like that. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. Oh, that'd be, that'd be, that'd the be worst funny. Marketing decision yeah, right. Ever. <laughs> or maybe the best. How I mean, do we get know, negative right? sales? Is that even possible? <laughs> like, what the? I mean, you never know. In today's world, it could go viral and then it'd actually work out for me. Yeah, right. Look at this asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So, folks, listen, that's. The book's coming out soon. It's coming out in the next couple of months, so so keep your eye on it. We'll definitely be promoting it on the Decision Hour as well as Heroes Media Group once the uh, once the book uh, launches uh, and whatnot. Um, and and again, if you're listening to this show, go to www. from military to millionaire. dot com. And and David talks. Uh, he's got a plethora of of topics that he talks about: thrift savings plans, VA loans. Uh, real estate investing, which is is something I strongly, strongly encourage. If you're thinking about investing at all, you need to be following David. It, it's 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 one of those things where it's a must. And if you're active duty, I don't care what branch, um, the the guy knows his shit. And 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 this is somebody that I've I've, I've just a ton of respect for. And I love listening to your show every every week because I, I learned something new. I was horrible, horrible at finances like oh my god it was it was just horrible uh, you know I, 20 years later and i'm just getting out of some of the dumb shit i did in my 20s you know what i mean um yeah but you know <laughs> better late than never i always say yeah <laughs> so it's true um david I, I you're on a show called the decision hour <clears throat> and i ask everybody this question and I know we're coming up on time here, but but I, I want to ask. I want to make sure we get this question asked. Um, name a time in your life where your feet were on the line, and you had to make that decision. What was it, and what was the atmosphere like for you at the time? That's a really good question, and I would probably have to say it's probably been honestly like the last like six months where I've been trying to figure out if I'm getting in, getting out of the military or not. Yeah. Um, that is not an easy decision at all, especially because by the time I exit, I'm be at 13 years and I, I will probably, I'm up for promotion this year. And, um, you know, it's essentially downhill in theory of the military world, right? Once you pin on E7 and you're at 14, 13, 14 years, it's, it's not the hardest job in the world anymore. You just kind of do your thing and stay out of trouble. And so there's a lot of security there. And so the atmosphere has been a whole lot of people who are in the military trying to tell me I need to finish and a whole lot of people who are not in the military telling me we don't know. And then like three or four people who are very successful business and real estate guys who are like, uh, get out, you're done. Like you're going to be fine on your own. And I just kind of had to figure out like, okay, well, who do I want to be in 15 years? Do I want to be the, you know, the, the person that I see right here who retires and then has to go take a second job or do I want to be these guys who've been very successful and designed the life of their dreams and kind of came down to taking that leap. Uh, that is still not an easy, like even at this point where I know it's the right decision and I can say that I've replaced my income this year and you know, it's not, it's not an easy decision right. at all. And uh, so that I would have to say has been the decision and, and probably, I mean, it's been more than an hour, but 
man, the amount of pros and cons I've written out on paper over the last year to try to make this decision is it's kind of staggering. Yeah, I, I thank you for sharing that. I, I you know, it, it's one of those, and I, I really love the fact that you, you know, you kind of paint that picture of somebody standing on the cliff, <clears throat> and you have a, you know, you have a parachute, you know, it's going to open, and you're looking down, and you're like, man, eh, I'm not going to jump. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and it, and it's like instead, I'll just, uh, or or somebody standing on a, on a street corner, and and you're just watching life pass you by, and and as you're watching life pass you by, you're seeing everything that you want and everything that you've asked for in life and you haven't taken that step out to catch it so you're just watching it pass you by so my hats off to you for for making that decision and and taking that leap as you say to to get what it is that you want uh in in life because it it's not uh it, it's not an easy task i i remember trying to take the leap and leaving my corporate job and then waking up the next morning, I had no money in the bank. I was a single father uh, with with custody of my son. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Shit. Uh, uh, and that was, you know, six years ago. And I'm, I'm still here, so something I must have been, yeah, it must have been doing something right. You know what I mean? So um, as we wrap up, what do you want people to know? I mean, the first really the the simplest thing is investing simple right just take small steps automate things you know put some money in your tsp save some money it's not hard um the the whole the whole idea behind the book is that i want it to be something you could hand a hand a new service member or or someone in their career and say whether you do 4 years or 40 by the time you'll get out you'll be set up to stand on your own two feet and it's really not that hard. I mean, the military is probably one of the best jobs you could ever have for building wealth. And people laugh when I say that I'm happy to break numbers down with them, but I firmly believe that I've feel like I've kind of proved that. And I, and I didn't know what I was doing for the first half of more two thirds of my career. Uh, so just, just do a little homework and, and don't, don't invest emotionally, just set something up that's simple and automated and you'll be fine. Well, that's great advice, David. I appreciate you taking time to join us today. I appreciate you having me, brother. It's been fun. Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time that we got today. Again, check it out from military to millionaire. Go check out the website right now. We'll keep you posted on when the book launches. Uh, Also, go to heroesmediagroup.com. We've got a new website coming out. Make sure you check that out. Check out the articles, all the new shows. If you are looking to become part of the HMG family, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Com. I don't even know my own website anymore. Jesus. Uh, and and that, with that being said, that's it. That's all the time I got. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.